Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviret, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich. Hello, Yonder Wanderer listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Tavrien podcast. Am I saying that right now? I think you are. I've heard oh. you say it casually, and you've, you've nailed it a couple times. Ah, excellent. That's good. That's good to know. So <laughs> let's say, should we, uh, should we do a quick hello and say who we are? Because I'm Bill. Oh. I'm, your, I'm your very attractive, uh, super cool UK host. I'm Rob, your slightly less attractive uh, US host. <laughs> and, and guess what what's we that? have a third host today it's three rich is that you you're awake i'm awake is it no, still dark I... out huh it's still dark out no it's light <laughs> i'm flipping off the sun but it's cool <laughs> uh, rob it's actually a, a bot that i've made <laughs> a russian rich bot got yeah. it this is russian rich everybody say hello russian rich <laughs> hello Hello. <laughs> this is this is Billbot five thousand. <laughs> Welcome to the wheel. The wheel of what? Who knows? <laughs> I need a wheel. What's the wheel? What's the wheel? <laughs> I'm losing Speaking the wheel, wheel to live. <laughs> we the circle. This is our this is our first episode where we have a full roster. So hopefully we can uh, bring you quality quality uh, podcasting now that we have all three of us. Yes, indeed. And uh, to iterate as well, uh, now that now that we're here with Rich, we need to be careful, Rob. <laughs> yes, we can't do too much spoilering of the later stuff in the books. So we can't tell. Uh, we can't tell Rich about the dinosaurs. I can't tell Rich about the dinosaurs. Or oh, you, know, no. you know that uh, I've read. I've read this book. This one. <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, but me, me and Rich will, uh, uh, me and Rob, occasionally oh. foreshadow stuff from the uh, from the future books. Ah, whatever. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> you know, like that one where, um, like that one where Moraine stars in that film called Gone Girl. Highly recommend that film. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, For but no we'll, reason yet. For <laughs> any reason. Go watch yeah. Gone Girl. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. But yes, hello and welcome to the Tarverian podcast, a podcast where we talk about really old books by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> uh, when was the first book released? Any idea? Oh, uh, 90? 90? 90? I wouldn't yeah. say 80. <laughs> well, he started writing in the early 80s. So I remember I looked, I, I had to make sure I looked this up because he started writing his books before Martin started writing A Song of Ice and Fire <laughs> so that we can all agree that Wheel of Time comes first. Yes, indeed. Usually <laughs> do. So Rich, how far into the actual series have you gotten so far? I'm in the third book. Okay. Dragon Reborn. That's a good one. Yes. Because uh, yeah. I think... I think my favorite books are prob my my I'd probably say my top three are going to be Great Hunt, which is book two, uh, Knife of Dreams, which I think is book eleven or ten, <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Memory of Light because Mother of God. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, I haven't really taken the time to, to to rank the books per se. I might do that now that we're doing this, but um, <laughs> I, 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 I can tell you that Memory of Light is going to be in the top three definitely. Yeah, Memory of Light. So that's the last book, Rich. That's just oh my god! <laughs> well, you you've read the Mistborn series, haven't you, Rich? You know you know what you're yes. going to be uh, intended for. It was um it was after Harriet McDougall, which is Robert Jordan's uh, widow. Um, it was after she'd read the Mistborn trilogy by Brandon Sanderson that she was just like, "This is the guy I want to finish the Wheel of Time." 
<laughs> oh, good. Okay. I love that man. Yeah, I love that man. I love Brandon. <laughs> which which we've talked about that too, about doing a wheel or uh, Mistborn uh, or Cosmere podcast. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> I wanted to choke that. <laughs> yes, because. Yeah, so what Rich is referring to is um, last week Rob said, "Shall we add the Discord to the uh, to the Golden Years Discord, which is one me and Rich have running for our other podcast?" And I was like, "No, nah, let's not worry about Discord yet." And then a day later, I set up a Discord server. <laughs> yep, that's that's your mo. Let's sorry. not do it. Oh wait, did it already? <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, Rich. Bill Fusiasm took me. <laughs> Rich, Rich knows all about Bill Fusiasm. It's how we get straight oh, yeah. into all these things. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yep, it's how Rich loses every an hour of sleep every day. <laughs> That's okay. I'm so, so, guys, we have a Discord server. Jump on. There'll be a link below. <laughs> yes, I'll add, I'll, add, I'll, add, I'll add a link into the description below. And, yeah, come and join us. Um, it's fairly quiet at the moment. We've got a couple of people who have joined us from other Wheel of Time servers who seem really intrigued. Um, uh, Miggins, is it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Miggins. Uh, we have a couple of things on there, just to warn you. So there's a there's a big open uh, section where you can discuss each of the books individually. So if you are reading one of the books, you can go in there and talk about it. But that's open to everyone. But I have put a spoiler warning at the top, just in case someone does mention something ahead of where you are <laughs> so be warned of spoilers in that section but we do also have an open spoiler zone so if you join and you want access to the big spoilers talk which is currently <laughs> just me on my own <laughs> normally but if you want to talk about you know stuff at the end of the book and you know maybe maybe stuff that rand and other people do at the ends of the books you know I, I, can't, I can't say anything about giving stuff away so I'm not going to say anything but if you want access to talk about that stuff let us know and we'll give you access to the one power which will give you access to the spoilers uh, otherwise if you don't want access to the spoilers you will be given the AL class and you will be uh, enslaved as Gaishan uh, very very creative by you there sir I know I kind of like that and I like the fact that so far most of the people who have got the Gaishan role uh, don't actually understand what it is yet so when we get to like book six and seven and they're like hey wait a second <laughs> wait a second what's this so you know what the best part about having all three of us together is um that i'm here that well of course you're but I, we can have uh non-context boiler conversations so like like this hey rich what did you go get me a bell founder i have no idea what the hell that is <laughs> Well, yeah, you you tried that joke on me, and like I've read all the books, and I still don't understand what it is. <laughs> so just go get me, a, Rich. Just go get me a bell founder, big boy. All right, you'll figure that one out in time. Uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, Rob, can I have some bell some bell fire, please? Yes, here, take some. <laughs> caution, caution. The content I'm, I'm, I'm going to use it on the joke. I'm going to use it on the joke you just made. I know. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Rich. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> thanks for thanks for leaving me out to dry. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, should we give another warning on our double up episodes? Yeah, we have one coming in a couple of weeks, I believe, right? Yes. So, what, what are we today? We're chapter eight <clears throat> today, isn't it? If I remember correctly. Chapter correct. eight. Cool, cool. Because yeah, unfortunately, I the bug the wheel of time bugs got me now, Rob. I'm on like chapter twelve. 
<laughs> I, I'm reading through 14 right now. Oh, I just couldn't help it. I just like, I especially after chapter eight, I was just like, oh my God, I've got to hear what happens next. And I know, I, I know. I'm particularly intrigued to see which reading of Rob you've picked for chapter nine. Uh, you know, you I, I assume I assume you're not going to do the big speech that almost brought me to tears. <laughs> oh no, that's that my my throat would make it through that. <laughs> uh, I may I may have to do something of that and like have it as like bonus content. <laughs> oh, because man, I yeah. I forgot that was there. And when she, when it starts as well, like obviously we'll get more into this next week. But when mm-hmm. it started, I was a bit like, oh man, what's What's happening here? Like this is this is going to be a big, long, and boring thing. And then by the end of it, I I I could actually feel myself welling up inside. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> you are those bastards! <laughs> you have no clue. Oh man, yeah. So 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 good. So uh, have you have you read uh, chapter nine yet, Rich? No, no. Right. Well, I mean, I have. I read the book already. Oh yeah, yeah. But you won't, yeah. But you won't remember yeah. which which what's in which chapter and stuff. But yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Tellings of the wheel. The next chapter. Oh my god. <laughs> good stuff. Like, good stuff. Oh, yeah, there's some good stuff in that. That that's where you're just like, oh yeah, this this is this is the book series for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so after, so this week chapter eight, next week chapter nine. After that, we're going to be doubling up chapters ten and eleven together. So again, we'll warn you next week, guys. But you will need to do, read both those chapters at the same time, just because one of them fairly short and the other one's medium size so we'll bung them together so that we don't end up doing like we did the other week where it was just like ran walks through the woods and he gets to the town <laughs> that was my favorite episode ah, yeah i know <laughs> you were on it <laughs> I <know. laughs> hey i did that episode didn't I? I get so confused because i edit all the episodes i just assume i'm on all of them oh wait no, <laughs> so I'm it. edit yourself in <laughs> pop it hello hello <laughs> bill still exists okay <laughs> Rand's wandering through the woods. <laughs> um, right. So, uh, Rob, do you want to give us a um, an update on your media campaign for the podcast? Well, <laughs> I noticed that I guess because this is my first time doing doing this kind of stuff that that we get a, a breakdown of of uh, where our pods are heard. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I'm sure that half of these are are related to our Russian rich bot, but we're heard <laughs> in apparently over forty different countries. Which just blew my mind. Yeah, I can't and believe that. <laughs> I know, I know. And we've almost completed the set. We've been heard in forty-seven of the fifty U.S. states. Hey. So I know. So South Dakota, I, I'd expect as much from you, but Maine and Vermont, <laughs> you're letting me down. Wait, all 40, 47 states out of fifty? Correct. So, Rich, I got you in charge of getting South Dakota on board. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll shoot up north, and I'll take care of Maine and Vermont for us. So we There's like three people in South Dakota anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, one of them's got to be a wheel of time fan. <laughs> Lord, I mean, you're, you're, close, you're closer to South Dakota than I am. I know Maine and Vermont, that's more on my turf, so. I'll be honest, we're hitting numbers faster than we hit in, our, in uh, RPG Golden Years. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, um, well, uh, our, our biggest episode of RPG Golden Years, which happened to feature Rob. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, that only got yeah. That that's got less than half of what our pilot episodes got for this episode for this podcast. I guess people are just more into the Wheel of Time than they are into really old crappy RPGs, Rich. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what? We'll just we'll just scrap the whole thing. We'll just go wild with that that show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's still it's still still projects I want to um you know. I'm kidding. Deal <laughs> deal with till I die. <laughs> If it wasn't for you guys, I never would have heard of the exploits of Alan in Final Twin Lap. 
Oh my god. How dare you speak that name? How dare. <laughs> How dare. Guy Sean, I've named I've named the dark one and his name is Alan. You have. I'm sorry, but I, I find that more terror I find the name Alan more terrifying than I do the name Shaitan. <laughs> Damn you, Shaitan. <laughs> Damn you, Alan. I name you. God, yeah, if anyone wants to, if anyone wants to play a game called Final Lap Twin, which you won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a it's it's a fairly short enjoyable game until you get to the last boss alan who is the most difficult boss in any game i've ever faced ever and uh yeah and i have two rpg i have two podcasts where i play games <laughs> and one where i read a book a lovely book called the wheel of time <laughs> oh man alan god okay i'm getting ptsd can someone take over for a minute uh-oh <laughs> well I can, I can, and I, and I would should have been prepared for this, but we do have um, iTunes reviews. Woo-hoo. So all this, all this love that we got from Reddit um, got us new Wheel of Time um, reviews. Sorry, I'm trying to multitask here and, and access them, so I thought I'd be ready by now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we have actually three new reviews, including our first non-five-star review. Oh, that's okay. Though. Did they give? Did they give uh, cons- constructive he, criticism? He did. He oh, did. excellent. That's so, that's worth it. Then. Well, let me go through. Let me go through the two two five star ones we have. Uh, the first one is from some random gentleman I've never heard of called Troidal Power. <laughs> Sounds like a legend. <laughs> uh, yes. He's he's and currently well, guy. He's currently guy Shan on our Discord server. <laughs> <laughs> called an excellent book club. I've tried to read this series a few times over the years. But having this book club to keep me going might finally help me get through it. So thank you very much, Troy, for the for the for the well wishes. Thank you, Troy. Thank you. We have another one from Punk Rock Librarian CO, which I think might stand for Colorado. So Punk Rock mm-hmm. Librarian Colorado mm-hmm. says, nice summaries and insights. I just started reading The Wheel of Time a few months ago and have been looking for a podcast which with which to geek out. This is the third I've tried and the first that's any good. Keep it up. I'm loving it. <laughs> they like us. <laughs> they, uh, they really, really like us. So, well, that's 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 really nice to hear. So, yeah, it is. I know. I mean, I love hearing that stuff. So, because I've, I've listened to some, I've listened to some of the other podcasts, and they're they're pretty good, to be honest with you. So, they are. Yeah, uh, I'm they I'm pleased, I'm very pleased with that comment. Thank you very much, Punk Rock C. Was it Punk, Punk Rock, Rock Librarian? Punk Rock Librarian C. I. You legend. Yep. <laughs> so our third third is from. Now I want to spell it first. B-L-C-K-N-C-K. I'm assuming that might be Black Nick. So <laughs> it Look, says here, <laughs> the book series appears to be over, and bear with me, this one's a little little, little more lengthy. It says, I'm reading the Wheel of Time series for the first time, only about a third of the way through the first book when I discovered this podcast. I love the idea of being a fly on the wall of a book club, since the series is older and not a lot of online discussions. I've seen, I've seen of the book in this straightforward read-through way. I enjoy the personalities behind the podcast and hearing them talk through the chapters. However, I do have a couple critiques. The sound quality isn't great. Uh, I'll bring that up after we're done. <laughs> it is apparent each host is using wildly different equipment. That is an absolute true statement. Yep. I think Rich is the only one with decent equipment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't have no, equipment, so that's one thing. <laughs> the second criticism is in regards to the content. To me, as a listener, I feel like the hosts just kind of riff off for an hour with loose structure of what they're going to discuss. Usually this is fine, but so far reading a chapter at a time comes off as a bit tedious. I listen to a couple other literary podcasts, The Losers Club, a Stephen King podcast, 
and I don't even own a TV. And while those podcasts are very conversational as well, they're also very structured so that the hosts know what topics they need to cover and can take notes when reading based on the structure of their podcast. Having said that, keep up the good work so far, and I look forward to hearing more in the future. I do hope it's not one chapter out a week forever. I think the slow buildup for the first few chapters is great to ease the listener reader into this world, but I really look forward to covering more ground in fewer episodes at some point in the future. Keep up the good work, guys. So thank you, Black Nick, for your for your uh, rate and review and your critiques. Um, if you didn't know, outside of the uh, one episode for our Peggy that, that Bill mentioned earlier, our pilot was my very, very first foray into the world of podcasting. I literally have no equipment. Uh, I have earbuds. Currently, I have earbuds on, and I'm talking at my computer. <laughs> that's, my, that's my setup. So, yes, you are correct. Uh, we have wildly different setups. Hopefully, I'll be fixing that in the next few weeks. Did receive some uh, Father's Day gift cards. Might be using that to get myself a microphone. So, yeah, I, I agree and, with um, you on that point 100%. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things. I, I do. I do try and make the quality <clears throat> as good as possible. But I mean, we are we are all miles apart from each other. <laughs> yes, so we know that we're like really far apart from each other. <laughs> Should be obvious. even even the two Americans. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So Rich has a decent. Rich has a fairly decent mic, and you've got a little pop filter on it as well, which is why generally Rich's audio sort of comes out the clearest. Uh, yeah, as Rob just said, he's got just a pair of old earbuds on because we kind of just. <laughs> threw it out in one day we'd all we'd all been discussing the fact we wanted to do it and then when the sort of the hype around the tv show started picking up we we're like come on let's do this guys and then yeah i just contacted rob and said hey want to do the pilot tomorrow i think you recorded that first on your phone as well didn't you i think i was sitting on my sofa with phone in hand yes <laughs> so yeah we we are going to tr- we 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 will be improving the quality and for myself, due to time zone restrictions, I end up doing most of this on my lunch break at work. So uh, my setup is, I've probably got the most expensive setup, but mine's very portable. <laughs> so uh, mine probably won't ever get any better than what you're hearing now, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, I can't, you know, those those Blue, Meti, Blue Yeti mics are very big. <laughs> I can't exactly cart one around work all day. Because, <laughs> yeah, I just... <clears throat> no, your, your quality's pretty good. Yeah, well... I'm going to send you guys a picture of what I got. It's a well. I've got a very, I've got a very expensive headset. It's like three hundred quid. <laughs> but um, what's but that it's real money? Uh, four hundred Yeah, it's about three hundred and fifty dollars. I think. I'm just kidding. Yeah, this is this is what he talked about. By the way, he said, you know, we're not very structured. And oh yeah, here we go. We're going completely off tangent. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But well, well, I'm, I'm going to tweet out pictures of my notebook. I actually have a notebook, and I <laughs> bought it specifically for this podcast. And every I have it filling up now with notes I take through. So I try to keep it on point. Yeah. And I will tweet out the pictures of my book to prove it. <laughs> well, so, well, Rob, Rob I mean, you're in. Right, you're in charge of us. Really, we are working with a very uh, excitable young, uh, like a, like a, like I said before, an excited puppy. Kind of wrangle yeah. Bill sometimes. In, in, so. hey, yeah. I've, I've normally had my third coffee by the time we start this podcast. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of uh, speaking of being unstructured, what's next, Rob? Well, <laughs> You've got the outline. A couple quick shout-outs to other Redditors who have given positive feedback, as we mentioned last week. Uh, we had an amazing response to, to, to Reddit. And I just want to give a couple shout-outs to a couple Redditors for their well wishes. Uh, Renafmer, Izaran, Fuzzy Code, and the aforementioned Biggins, 1610, who has joined our Discord. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> yep, thank you very much. Yep, 
thank you very much. And yeah, again, join our Discord, join the conversation. It's getting, uh, I, I, I love Discord. <laughs> I just love chatting to people about stuff. <laughs> uh, what's next, Rob? Uh, have uh, we got some news? Am I the only one with the outline? No, I've got it here. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just feel like you're the compare. Is that right? Yeah, right this time. Last time, Richie called me the au pair, which is the nanny. <laughs> yes. I think, I think au pair is better. Let's call you the wheel of time au pair. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and with me, me and Rich are your kids, and you've got to whip us into shape. <laughs> yep. So originally uh, leaked about a week, uh, a few days ago by a Turkish Twitter, Twitter account, uh, but now in the last 24 hours has come to light as fact. We have our first official casting of the Wheel of Time Amazon TV show. Uh, Rosamund Pike has been given the role of Wawrain Damadred, Aes Sedai of the Blue Aja. <laughs> I am a big fan. I, I personally am a big fan of this role, <laughs> of this casting. What was that? Spoilers. Oh, what? That there's people don't know she's in a jar. Oh, people don't know she's whatever. left the door ajar. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, that was a terrible pun. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to battle fire that one. Go on, carry on. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of this casting. I've, I've she's been in a couple things, but but her role in Gone Girl was the one that got her the most accolades. Um, I remember going to see that movie with my wife. Uh, ben Affleck, pretty much as shit as he normally is in most roles he does. But I hate Ben Affleck. Oh, I love Ben Affleck. You would. <laughs> I would. You would. I, I love Ben Affleck and I hate Paul Rudd. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> That's the response I always get. Yeah, Paul Rudd's a dick. Paul Rudd's you a better Batman than Ben Affleck could ever be. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not hard. But anyway. he'll never be as good as a phantom as Ben Affleck would be. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, back on point. I'm hoping Ben Affleck uh, will get the job as land now. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right. Back on point again. Have you guys seen Gone Girl? No. <laughs> no, but I have seen a movie that she did a really good job in. You know, the really awesome movie called Doom. She was in Doom? Yes. Uh, I'm not so keen about this now. <laughs> no, go, go watch Gone Girl. I'm gonna, uh, she was really, really good at it. I never heard of her. I watched that movie. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Well, if she so, was – that's good. Then. If she was in Doom, that means maybe The Rock will play Lan. Hang on. Let me, let me double check this. Uh -oh, I'm pretty sure that. she was. <laughs> oh, here we go. One thing that, that she, she was able to do in this role and that Mulrain has, at least that we know of in the chapters that we're reading, she could be both – caring and menacing at the same time because i just came up on a chapter where she was very much like i will do anything in my power to keep the dark one from getting you if i gotta kill you myself i'll kill you myself before i let the dark one have you you know very good and she said it so matter of fact and menacingly rosamund is perfect for that kind of role where she can balance those kind of faces at the same time yeah yeah and she was in doom by the way she was wow, yeah. Doom girl, huh? So here wow. we go. My official prediction is that the Rock's going to be Lan <laughs> or or Perry. <laughs> I think he's got the shoulders to be Perry. That's an old. That's an older Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can use CGI to make him look younger. That's fine. <laughs> um, can you smell what the land is cooking. <laughs> can you smell what Arabara? <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> So thanks to Rafe for the awesome casting, and thanks to hashtag uh, Wheel of Time Wednesdays, which is, I think is where it broke. So, well, actually, um, Wheel of Time Wednesdays were the one who broke the news, but uh, it was good old Nog, 
the smartest trollock of them all over yeah. um, uh, the Daily Trollock. He was the one who broke the news about the Turkish Twitter account that had discovered yes. this casting. And I think after that news broke, that kind of was just like, uh, quick, let's get a picture of that woman holding the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought the picture of her holding the book was the uh, actual casting announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. But I think uh, I think uh, it broke on – I think it – it was obviously the rumor yeah, Narg, broke on Narg Twitter. The first rumor, rumor mills came from Narg, um, and then another a YouTuber called Nabless, I think, kind of also picked up on it too. So yeah, it he's was really big on the Wheel of Time community. Yes, so it was like there's a rumor, but it's from a Turkish Twitter account. So yeah, take that with a grain of salt. So and so, but I think after the rumor started, and they were just like, ah, okay, let's announce it. And then they just like, quick, someone get a picture of uh, <laughs> of Gone Girl holding that book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think she looks. I think she looks really good as Moraine. Um, I kind of. It's one of those things where sometimes I read a character description and then I just invent something in my head because I always imagine Moraine having darker hair. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but I, I think, mean, and she also. I also imagine Moraine being quite short, but I don't think that will really matter as long as whoever they cast as Land is like. I don't think it matters either. Absolute beastly, beastly tall. I mean, Man, my, Land my, needs to my, be a big guy. <laughs> well, my thoughts were. Instead of oh this is not how I picture my Wayne, it's Rosamund absolutely has the acting chops to pull off a, comp- a complex character like Maureen. Mm. So, but yeah, so exciting stuff there, guys. Rich, your thoughts? You know, as long as they don't put Ben Affleck in any, anywhere near this, <laughs> I'll be happy. If any, I swear to God, if I get a whiff of that, someone's like, "Oh, Ben Affleck in the talks," I will fly to London area. And you find you, Bill. <laughs> oh my God! Well, Rich, Just you know, you know how we have a habit of joking about stuff, then it comes true. I know that's why. I'm <laughs> like very upset like with Discord you. servers. Okay, so here's my here's my prediction. Okay, we're gonna have Ben Affleck as Lan, and uh, Paul Rudd's gonna be padding fame. I hate you. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to get all the Paul Rudd hate. I've, I think I've only ever announced my dislike on a private Discord server for Paul Rudd. <laughs> and everyone on there was like, what? <laughs> How can you dislike you Paul Rudd? Invoked, you invoked an MCU name that Rich is not happy. <laughs> oh, I hated him before he was in the MCU. It's the reason why I gave up on the MCU. I was like, Paul Rudd is that, man. Stop this. Uh, <laughs> Although I did, wa- I did watch Spider-Man Homecoming the other day, and that was awesome. I did like I like that too. I was I was really I, impressed. <laughs> and if we had our way, we'd have uh, Tom Holland as Randall Thor. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I've got news. Another guys. tangent. Have you guys seen Tom Holland that. in the Final Fantasy fourteen commercial? That was awesome. That was great. Did you see that one, Bill? Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I'm going tangent. So we've been about a half an hour, and we haven't. Even Touched the the uh, chapter yet? We need to get started on that. Apologies, I know. Apologies to the guy who said um, <laughs> we go, we don't have any structure. I have no idea what you're talking about, uh, Nick. Where we 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 stay on point. Yeah, we stay we on point. Structure. We we just don't follow it. Our structure is bollocks. <laughs> so anyway, I think we're on point. Six. A place of safety. A place of safety. I guess my first my first note here says land comments that he doesn't trust Tom. Sounds like the feelings mutual. Get a little more jab at the Tom versus I said I world. Something's brewing there. The reader doesn't quite know, but something's uneasy there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just to set the scene. So uh, Moraine's agreed to help Tam. Is that correct? Correct. Is that where we start the off. Agreement. And the, the devil's been made, and, 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 and I guess the scene opens with them 
getting to town. Yeah. So yeah, Rand made his deal. He said he'll pay any price <laughs> to uh, for his for his father's safety. So they're in uh, they're in one of the hotel rooms at the Wine Spring Inn, um, and she's attending to Rand's father. And so Rand and Land are just kind of sitting there having a little chat. Gossip girls, girls. Girls. Gossip yeah. girls, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as Maureen tends to Tam, um, but from Rand's perspective, it seems all she's doing is staring at him. <laughs> so, but she's uh, furrowed her brow with concentration. Yes, uh, as later we'll we'll realize a whole bunch of crap's going on that the uh, naked eye can't <clears> see. <throat> but at this moment, Rand's like. She's just staring at him. I you are going to help. Yeah. Marine's not over yet. <laughs> so, nope. my next joke I got here is that Lan and Rand are left to shoot the shit. Uh, <laughs> first thing Lan says or Lan notices is Rand's sword and that the Heron Mark swords are very, very uncommon this far south. Or in these, in these like kind of backwater lands, yeah. you don't see a Heron branded sword. Yeah, Rand, Rand points out the fact that he's uh, his father paid too heavy a price for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that sparks the whole. I, I thought he only paid two coppers. No, <laughs> different chapter. But yeah, but he says, different you know, chapter. he paid too much for it. And Land's like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and then Land, yeah, Land gives him the description of the fact that you know, often heron marked blades are a sign of a sword master. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we're kind of getting some foreshadowing that maybe there's a lot about Tam that we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that we got that with our wander in the woods, and you know, <clears throat> am I, I know, or am I not your father? That kind of that kind <clears throat> of talk. Yeah, but there's a lot more foreshadowing going on with it. Yes. Yeah. And then I have here, you know, Land goes to the early early league lead in calling Randy Sheepherder during this conversation. <laughs> he does do it like five, six times. <laughs> Did you get an official count? Well, I did. I, I, for this chapter, no, because I, cause he calls, calls him that throughout this first half of the book. So I think where I'm at now, he's <laughs> already in the double digits. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> he's to be cheap herder. <laughs> Don't know he's cheap herder. So Maureen then takes a break to, to tell uh, Rain that, yeah, indeed, that the Raven from way early in the book is one of the Dark One's minions. He's got eyes and ears everywhere. Yes, and uh, she thought that she should have had uh, more of an idea of what was going to happen based off of the fact that she saw that raven and the way it acted. Yeah, I, I guess she she was <clears throat> cautious, but not cautious enough, I guess is what she's kind of shining herself uh, gently, that she should have been a little bit better prepared when she saw the raven. Indeed. And yeah. is this the point where Rand then mentions that um, it was thanks to Lan and Moraine that the village got some pre-warning that they were coming? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, you know, if if it wasn't for them, you know, all three of the all three of the top Ram boys might not have made it. Because hmm. so. I think they. Um... I'm trying to remember which order it came in. Again, I've done my usual thing. I've made notes and I've left it at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, because um, I know there's a couple of big conversation points here. There's the one where Rand, um, they described to Rand about the fact that the Trollocs' attacks were very precise. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also mentioned the fact that it was a fist of Trollocs. Because I asked you this the other episode, didn't I? About, uh, yeah, it was a fist of Trollocs. Trolloc, Trolloc tactics. And a fist of Trollocs is a hundred Trollocs. Okay. 
So uh, Moraine mentions that during this chapter. She goes, there must have been about 100 of them, a whole fist. So, you know, we're not going to get into fisting trollops again, but... Five. What was that? Rich? I said five. Yeah, I'm here. Five? What, you're going to fist five trollops? Well, yes. The fist. There's five fingers of fist. (laughs) Five-finger death punch? My man checks out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so sensitive. Sorry. (laughs) But one of the other things that Maureen... uh, it's my five finger death punch impression. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I actually quite like five finger death punch. But I see, the, I see the irony. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. I just, you know, some some songs are good, some songs aren't. No, I, I just see the irony in it. He's he's always talking about how sensitive he is, but screaming it. Anyway, um, yeah. Marie, so let's tell Rand that um, that the Dark Rider that he saw was the Murdral that Narg was working for yeah because Rand's really upset with himself because he's like if i had told you about the fact that i'd seen the dark rider would that have given you more of a more of an idea or would that have been able to give you more warning that they were coming and be better prepared maybe save more lives and uh moraine just says no <laughs> if i if i'd have known there was a bloody merdral here in a fistful of trollocs i would have bought a uh, half a dozen other ace die with me <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. there's only so much i can do by myself <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. Uh, I got also here. Land probably talks more in this chapter than any other three chapters with Land combined. <laughs> waters, waters aren't normally this chatty, except for their own eyes to eyes. Yes, uh, and especially Land. Yeah, I know. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's even more funny than most. <laughs> uh, I also got here. Land shows surprise and a little bit of respect after learning that Rand not only talked to a trollic, but but killed one by himself yeah yeah i I actually found that quite shocking re-listening to the chapter because it's just like my impression of rand is uh, of lan is that he's just completely like unshakable but oh yeah uh, he mentions oh yeah you know i I talked to a trollic and then it fell on my sword and then lan like it says lan lan snapped up just like in surprise it's like oh wow you talked to a trollic (laughs) just like wow he's 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 really impressed lan there well that's the thing (laughs) is like even the slightest little bit from land is just means the world. Yeah, it's a lot, it's like, isn't it? <laughs> Seeing in Return of the Jedi when um, Boba Fett nods to the other bounty hunter who brought in Chewbacca, just a little nod. <laughs> but that nod means the world. You got Boba Fett's respect. <laughs> this, that, this is exactly what this what that scene uh, reminded me of. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, so they tell him all about how the uh, the Trolloc attacks were pinpointed as well. Because yes. uh, they say the the Trolloc attacks were pinpointed towards Rand. Matt and Perrins, uh, basically just their lives. <laughs> so well, also they, boys of, of that age. I mean, they didn't know exactly the age, but the, 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 person, the other teenage boy there. Forget the other houses that got attacked. Was it one of the Coplins? Coplin, maybe a Coplin house, uh, maybe, maybe maybe even a Conger. <laughs> yeah, well, they're the same. There's a couple of the farms too, I think, that got hit. <laughs> well, yeah. it, was, it was Perrin's farm. So because they they attacked Perrin's farm, they attacked uh, Perrin's place of work, the Smithy. Um, which we've always spoken about with Master Luhan just basically just got a hammer, just started killing things. <laughs> like, hey, you trollic! <laughs> kill it! Um, kill it! <laughs> and then uh, they also attacked Matt's house and they attacked Rand's farm. Uh, they did burn a couple of other places in the village, but Moraine points out the fact that they basically set it alight and then just walked off. They weren't trying to kill anything near it, whereas the other places, they were just trying to kill everything coming out from them because they were trying... Yeah. 
trying to go after the boys. <clears throat> and I think uh, I think at this point, Moraine must have somehow identified the three boys from the rest of the from the rest of them as being sort of Tarvrian. So although they haven't, again, they haven't got to the point where they mention it, but I like to point out facts where he's foreshadowing this sort of stuff. She's identified Rand, Matt, and Perry no. as being important, uh, mm-hmm. and so I think of that as being parts of the Tarvrian and the wheel, uh, the the pattern pulling everything together, which I'll get more into in a future episode. <laughs> Teaser, teasers. Yes, because <laughs> uh, uh, in a couple of chapters' time, Moraine mentions about the pattern a lot and just letting it happen, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah so some good stuff coming up about that. <clears throat> so she's obviously realised, yeah, yeah, but she's obviously realised there's something going on with the pattern here, and she's not trying to. She doesn't want to force it. She wants to go with it, sort of thing. But she obviously realises that the three boys are the ones. <laughs> Just roll with it, baby. Roll with it, baby. So my final note says here, Moiraine proposes a plan to get the boys to safety. She recommends that they come with her and land to this magical city called Tarvalon. The white, the Rand, shining white walls. Yep. Rand agrees, mostly to avoid more tax at Emmons Field, because obviously if, if he refuses and stays put with his father, <clears throat> Trogs and Murderall are just going to keep piling on to Emmons Field. Indeed. So, I feel I feel so bad for Rand at this point as well, because it's just like he's kind of he's watching he's watching Moraine tend to his father. His father's mortally wounded, but he seems to be getting better with like almost every second that passes. And he's just like and then like before his dad's even awake and better, she's like, but we're gonna have to bugger off. <laughs> so, so before so all these feelings with your dad, all these, you know, uh, little questions that have popped up whether you're adopted or not. <laughs> Uh, you're yeah. going to have to just put all that to the back of your mind and jump in with me and Lan as we go on a mystical adventure. <laughs> oh, well, you, you, and, you can bring, and you can bring your two mates. A stranger. <laughs> Off we go on Well, remember, Rand signed, signed with the devil. I'll do anything you want, save my dad. <clears throat> she's, fulfilling her, she's, she's fulfilling her side of the bargain. <clears throat> and she's like, all right, you're coming with me, boy. We're going tonight. On the interesting side of things, though, is that she she says you're coming, like you're going to come with us, and he agrees. But mm-hmm. uh, but then Rand also then suddenly realizes, oh bugger, she hasn't actually officially are uh, like that's not what she's uh, that's not the price I've got to pay. <laughs> Once again, she hasn't very mafia, very mafia of her to do that. <laughs> yeah, she's very she's very clever. She says you've got to come with me, but that isn't the price that you're paying. So, <clears throat> and then that basically wraps up the chapter. Yep. So they leave. They leave him, and uh, they say, you know, Tam's going to be in the care of um, Egwene's mother, <clears throat> and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. And things that I want to mention: Angriel. Yes. Moraine whips out a bloody Angriel. <laughs> Again, this is one of those things where, on a reread, you're like, "Oh my god, I forgot she had that fucking thing." <laughs> It's just like they just, she just whacks it out so early. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, check this bad boy out. <laughs> we'll learn that, that that in the world of magical items, I guess what she has is not one of the <clears throat> stronger versions. So as, as strong as we see it now, yeah, there so might she, be bigger items in the, in the future. She 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 explains that Angriel sort of help people channel more of the one power, as it were. And yeah, yeah, later on we learn, you know, different angry owls have different power levels, basically. And she mentions yep. as well that the making of angry owls are lost. And then later on we find out about how rare these things are. 
And yes. it's just like, book chapter eight. <laughs> He's an angry owl. <laughs> you bring it back to video games, it's kind of like she has a quadra of magic materia, right? <laughs> yeah, and she's just whipping that bad boy out at the beginning of the game. Saying, so check this out. <laughs> I'm going to whack this in the controller's face. Um, <laughs> but it does also kind of explain how she managed to sort of uh, work with Lan in fighting off the fist of Trollocs that attacked Emmons Field. Yep. Um, yep. Because, yeah, she has a bloody nuclear bomb in her pocket. <laughs> She's throwing lightning around like it was nobody's business. Yeah. So I was very, um, very, very impressed with that. <clears throat> um, and, yeah. Uh, you guys got any other comments you want to talk about with the chapter? The good cha- I mean, it was a good chapter. It was a bit yeah. of the info dump, but I mean, that's still we're still kind of on the cusp of switching from character building and lore to action. So yeah, it's a good good transitional chapter. Rich, cool. I mean, it's it's a good one. Um, it sets it up really nicely that you kind of figure out that you know Rand makes that deal um, in order to save his dad, and he'll do mm-hmm. anything for his family. So I think mm-hmm. that's a really good thing. Um, mm. They do t- talk about uh, bringing the other boys with him as well. Um, not really figuring out why, but you know they're <laughs> just kind of getting scooped up and taken away. Yeah. I think it's one of those things in the book where we're focusing, uh, Robert Jordan's focusing from Rand's point of view with books. But from the point of view of, say, Moraine, she doesn't know which one of these boys is the most important. She's just worked out that this is who the merger and the Trollocs are after. Yes. <laughs> so I want to take all three of these bar- these bad boys with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to collect them all. <laughs> so should we move okay, into? <laughs> should we move on into readings with Rob? Yeah. If this is this for this chapter. I just simply, like I said, the, the two gossip girls just just kind of shooting the shit, shooting the breeze while Maureen's doing her business. So little character building between. Uh, Rand and Lan. And now, the Taviren present to you readings with Rob. You can help him, Rand said fervently. I, I know you can. Rand smiled, a bare curving of her lips. We shall see. Then she turned back to Tam. One hand she laid on his forehead, the other cupped the ivory figure, eyes closed, her face took on a look of concentration. She scarcely seemed to breathe. That rider you spoke of, Lan said quietly. The one who made you afraid. That was surely a murderall. A murderall? Rand exclaimed. But, but, but fades are twenty feet tall in... The words faded away under the warder's mirthless grin. Sometimes she purred her. Stories make things larger than truth. Believe me, the truth is big enough with a Hoffman. Hoffman, Lurk, Fade, Shadowman. The name depends on the land you're in, but they all mean murderall. Fades are Cholic spawn, throwbacks almost to the human stock the Dreadlords used to make the Trollocs. Almost. But if the human strain is made stronger, so is the taint that twists the Trollocs. Halfmen have powers of a kind, the sort that stem from the Dark One. Only the weakest eyes to die would fail to be a match for a fade, one against one, but many a good man and true has fallen to them. Since the wars that ended the Age of Legends, 
since the forsaken were bound. They have been the brain that tells the Trolloc fists where to strike. In the days of the Trolloc wars, Halfman led the Trollocs into battle under the Dreadlords. He scared me, Rand said faintly. He just looked at me, and he shivered. No need for shame, sheepherder. They scare me too. I've seen men who have been soldiers all their lives freeze like a bird facing a snake when they are confronted a half-man. In the north, in the borderlands along the great blight, there is a saying, the look of the eyeless is fear. The eyeless? Rad said, and Land nodded. Murderers see like eagles, in darkness or in light, but they have no eyes. I could think of a few things more dangerous than facing a murderer. Marraine, Sadai, and I both tried to kill the one that was here last night, and we failed every time. Halfman have the Dark One's own luck. Rand swallowed. A Trolloc said the Murdral wanted to talk to me. I, I didn't know what it meant. Land's head jerked up. His eyes were blue stones. You talked to a Trolloc. Not exactly, Rand stammered. The water's gaze held him like a trap. It talked to me. It said it wouldn't hurt me. That the Murdral wanted to talk to me. Then it tried to kill me. He licked his lips and rubbed his hand along the knobby leather of the sword hilt. In short, choppy sentences, he explained the returning to the farmhouse. I killed it instead, he finished. By accident, really, it, it jumped at me and I had a sword in my hand. Lan's face softened slightly, if rock could be said to soften. Even so, that is something to speak of, sheepherder. Until last night, there were few men south of the borderlands who could say they have seen a Trollic, much less killed one. And fewer still who have slain a Trollic alone and unaided, Ma Rain said wearily. It is done, Rand. Lan, help me up. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirNPod with your request. And that was readings with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> nice bit of character building there. Um, yep. So I want to give a shout out to um, the Gamote or the Gmote, yes. who's one of the guys on our Discord server. And he's basically doing a chapter by chapter, sort of uh, just like a couple of short paragraphs on what he thinks on what he thinks of the chapters. And so I'd really like to read these out each week as we go along. So even if I'm not on the episode, I'll do a quick reading from uh, um, the Gamotes. <laughs> Thoughts so, of the gamote. Thoughts of the gamote. So he says, okay, first off, poor Rand. And I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> yes. He is so much thrown at him so quickly, and then it's just iced on by Moraine and Lan in this, in this outing. Uh, there's more wield building uh, by, ex by exposition and storytelling, the master hard at work, uh, by showing us he's not working at all. <laughs> uh, I'm glad Moraine healed Tam, and that... Um, <clears throat> what would we do without him? And he's got a spoiler bit here, which I've read. I'm not going to read it out now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he says, also, I love how women are represented in this series. And I can't, I agree with you here. <laughs> I think there's a lot of talk about sexism in the Wheel of Time, but I think Robert Jordan's equally sexist to both sex. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, he says, I also love how women are represented in this series. Uh, but it's nice to see where Egwene gets it from her mother, <laughs> where she puts Lan in her in his place. So I think we missed that bit. <laughs> you know, no. Yeah, I, uh, I but, yeah. but yeah, Egwene's mother comes in. Lan sort of says something to her. She basically tells him to sit down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a woman. I'm going to put some food here. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> All the while, Moraine is just like, it's cool, Daddy-o. <laughs> Let the ladies be ladies. <laughs> uh, I think the fun thing about this chapter is finding out how special Perrin, Matt, and Rand may be. We also don't see it, but yeah, Tom is a badass. <laughs> uh, singed coat and all. Yes, so they mentioned, um, someone mentioned during the chapter that they didn't see where Tom was. And then the mayor says, well, he didn't singe his coat by doing nothing. So yep. his poor glee man's coat, which he looks after, has been a bit singed in a fire somewhere. Um, <clears throat> the mysteries of the glee man brings joy, brings me joy. But to hear it all laid out in front of Rand, we really don't know where we're getting into. And Rand, you can tell your father anything. <laughs> yeah, that's that. With that, that that little bit is hits home. Just... And that sports from the commode. <laughs> the I'm going to have to find out how he wants that pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> Gmote. Gmote, yeah. Gmote. <laughs> so, 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 Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. You, you want to take the reins one chapter with the with the with your own uh, passage reading? Is that correct? I do at some point. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to have to do the reading, uh, not the readings with Rob for chapter nine, but I'm definitely going to tag on to the end of the episode. Maybe me going through Moraine's speech that she gives in the next chapter. Oh, I'm so excited okay. for the next chapter. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think I randomly threw you chapter sixteen. Uh, not that there's anything particular in chapter sixteen I want to do, but I just thought oh, I'll pick one at random that's a little couple of weeks away. <laughs> and, so, and what's the uh, take on readings with Rich? Um, I don't know how to read. So. <laughs> and you're having a book club podcast. I'm learning to read as we do this, okay? <laughs> I don't care. Wherever you want to put me in as reading with Rich, it's fine. And work yeah. on work on your voice acting chops. Rich is true. Rich is super cute dogs teaching him to read. That's true. <laughs> he's little he's little wiener dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sausage dog, as we say over here in the UK. Sausage wiener, schnitzels, whatever. They all work. <laughs> they all work. So next week, guys, we have Chapter 9, Tellings of the Wheel. No, yeah. not the showcase showdown with Bob Barker and The Price is Right. But that will be a thumbnail. That will be. <laughs> uh, you know, showcase showdown, that's, I'm a, that's my generation. Bob Barker and The Price is Right. I grew up on that shit. <laughs> but instead, we get a history lesson on the two rivers given by no one other, none other than Rosamund Pike herself. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we get our we get our history lesson, history history lesson, but and that's next week, um, guys. If you haven't already, give us some love, rate and review the podcast. You know, it shows us areas that we can improve. Thank you, thank you, Nick, for your comments because we definitely will take those to heart and work with them going forward. Uh, helps us get more exposure. <laughs> so <laughs> get get us more exposure, get more uh, more people into the community talking about this great great book series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter yeah, we, at, go uh, ahead. Yeah, so I was going to say Twitter at Tarvery and Pod, and you can join our Discord channel as well, where we'll have links below in the description. We're pointing at the links below. We're literally pointing at them right now. Yeah, I'm pointing yeah. downwards, but no one can see me. <laughs> I'm just kind of pointing anywhere because it doesn't matter. So. <laughs> links above. I mean below. I mean <laughs> links in, in the, the ether. Yes, links in the wolf dream. Um, 
<laughs> there are links in the wolf dream below. <laughs> Tell the Ran Riyadh. Find us there. Yes. Oh, God. God, you're, you're going to have to teach me how to say that properly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say on one of my – I was almost going to re, redo it. I did mispronounce the name of the highest rank of Aes Sedai, what, what that, what's that called? I think I mispronounced it, but I'm going to leave it in there to see if, you know, <laughs> test me. I, I, def, I definitely won't get it. But, yeah, I think that Teleandrian or whatever it was, I don't think I ever once – even when I was reading the book for the first time, I think every time that word popped up, I, I literally felt like I was stuttering in my head as I read it. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> hell is this supposed to say? <laughs> as we enter... <laughs> as we enter... <laughs> cool. Okay, guys. So thank you for listening this week. Um, if you do want to hear more of us, you can find myself and Rich over at RPG Golden Years. Uh, I also have another podcast called uh, Audio, The Audio Only Experience, uh, experience spelled XP. Uh, where I'm playing a weird space pervert simulator by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> just, oh, I yeah, I've heard that podcast. That's that's amazing. That stuff actually made it to market. I know. Like <laughs> literally, the only reason I picked up the game was because it said Hideo Kojima, and it was like a fan translated thing. So it never been released officially in English. And I was like, wow, it's Hideo Kojima. This game must be amazing. And it's just, oh my god. For so those who much... don't know, Hideo Kojima is the brainchild <laughs> between Metal Gear Solid yeah, and he... the upcoming Death Stranding game. Yeah, he made those games. And uh, do you know what? When you think about when you think back to Metal Gear Solid, there's actually quite a few little pervy moments in there as well. Um, and then it's just like, now I'm, now I'm playing police noughts. It's just like, oh, this all makes sense. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but yes. Uh, I, I have a podcast that I'm starting. It's called Mario Talk with Alex and Anthony, where I go through uh, Nintendo Mario games with my son and my nephew. Still only the pilot out there, but, but we're... we're Getting, getting rolling, so. <laughs> so there's plenty of uh, content if you want to listen to us ramble on more and more about stuff without uh, any sort of structure. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, the Turtle. Uh, Troy gave us a nice iTunes review. Uh, and I think if you want to check out Troy's podcast, he has a podcast called um, The Best Animated Shows So Far Ever. I think it's the title. He likes long titles for his podcasts. But, uh, he basically, the, you can nominate any kids, or not kids, any cartoon TV show you want um, via their Twitter. And uh, they end up uh, voting on one each time. Then they'll watch the first three episodes and uh, have a chat about it. And it's a really good podcast. I absolutely love it. But, yeah, I want yeah to give it's great, great stuff. Uh, but that's been it. Um, I've got nothing else to say. I'm going to the wine spring in for a pint. Rich, you coming along? Yeah, might as well. I'm oh, thirsty. All right. Hang on, so hang on he's, game. Booked, he's booked my room out. There's some sick bloke in there. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to have to get a cab home, guys. <laughs> Take care, guys. Rich can, borrow, Rich, can I borrow some money for a cab? Sure. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did we get right. Uber in the uh, Emmons Field? They got Uber down there? Yeah, it's on a donkey. <laughs> the Uber donkey. <laughs> That's Bella. You stop talking about Bella like that. She, she is a noble steed. Hey, hey. Don't talk about Bella like that. <laughs> right, you too. I'll see you both at the wine spring in. <laughs> Take care, guys. See ya. Thank you for listening. If you want to continue the conversation, tap into the One Power and contact us on Twitter at TavirenPod. You can also contact Bill at Metunica and Rich at HailBlue1569. You can also reach Rob at his website, Digging. D-I-G-G-I-N DiggingDeepSports.com And, as always, we will see you at the Wine Spring Inn.
Here's to another great podcast, gentlemen. Cheers! Ah, oh, damn it, Bill! Not again! Brad, can you get another round of pints for me and the boys? Yes, yes, again. No, Bill, this time. Thank you, Brad. Much, much appreciated. Now, where were we, men? Actually, I believe it's Rich's turn at the Stones table. Hmm? What's that you say? No, no, I don't think old Sen will have that. My name's Tyler, and I host the podcast, Too Young for This Hit, where I watch movies I've never seen before with guests who love them. So what kind of movies do we watch? We watch mostly like classics movies, you know, like... Escape from New York. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Alien. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, Party Time, Excellent! Aliens. Smokey and the Bandits. Rocky Horror Picture Show. In addition to talking about movies, we also talk about cats. A lot. For pretty much no reason. You can find Too Young for This Hit and tons of other great podcasts at probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Man, that bunny. <laughs> that bunny girl, man. <laughs> I, I would. I would never caught you for a furry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, but like, if you just take those ears off, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Might not like that. <laughs>